Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1576, Eight Tips for Saving Big and Retiring Earlier, part one, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of caniretireyet.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you from the best personal finance blogs on the web, with the author's permission, of course. And I have a bit of a longer post today. I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So let's dive into the first half and start optimizing your life. Eight Tips for Saving Big and Retiring Earlier, Part 1, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. A key aspect of financial independence and retiring early is controlling your expenses. While developing your career to earn more gives you powerful leverage over the retirement equation, Saving more is a simple strategy that you can apply every day. Living cheaply is easy once you get in the habit, but it does require some energy and attention to detail. It's also important to stay motivated by keeping your end goals in mind. To help you with some of the details, here are my favorite tips and techniques for reducing or controlling your expenses. Number one, pace yourself. Learn not to spend impulsively. Keep your own personal expense thresholds in mind. For purchases above those amounts, put them on a list and study them first. Read reviews, ask questions, consider alternatives, don't rush. Use wish lists to delay and diffuse the need for instant gratification. I have lots of wish lists on amazon.com that I use to queue up for books, music, and other things that I might purchase someday. Having them on my wish list ensures I won't forget about them. I even get some ownership pleasure from keeping them on my list, plus some benefit from reading reviews. And I often find, as time goes on, that I don't really miss things that looked appealing at first. In other cases, the right time comes and I can add one or more of those items to an existing order and save on shipping costs. See if you can limit major purchases to certain seasons and defer spending otherwise. For example, the end of the summer and the new year can be natural times to evaluate and spend if necessary. This saves you time having to think and analyze during other periods in the year. And it may lead you to take advantage of sales and get better deals. But allow yourself to splurge in certain times or areas. Maybe it's a special day of the week or after a hard workout or anything under $5. Just be mindful whether your splurges are becoming obsessions that threaten your financial welfare. Are they happening more than once or twice a week? 
Are they constituting more than a few percent of your monthly spending? Then those aren't really splurges. Otherwise, don't fret about them. Number two, minimize stuff. Beware complex or specialized devices whose purpose is to save time. I've found that the overhead to regularly using most household labor-saving devices is usually much higher than expected. Once the novelty wears off, many tools and appliances gather dust in a corner somewhere. As I write this, we have a box on the porch of unused kitchen gadgets headed to the next yard sale. Go slow when upgrading. More often than not, newer, improved versions of things just aren't. Sometimes they're more powerful or easier to use, but much of the time they offer the same core functionality along with more complexity, more fragility, cheaper parts, and new, less important features that detract from the main function. Moral, defer buying the next generation until the current generation actually breaks. Most modern tools and appliances with moving parts have their own maintenance schedules, subsystems to be disassembled and cleaned, oil to be changed, filters to be replaced, and so on. Is your chore list really for you or is it full of tasks created by the things you've accumulated? When something you own creates chores on its own, get rid of it. Number three, cut reoccurring expenses. Be especially watchful of reoccurring charges for utilities, phone service, insurance, subscriptions, and memberships. Companies have little incentive to go out of their way to help you minimize your bills. Their policies and procedures are necessarily oriented to persuading you to tack on additional charges to your monthly total. And these add up over time. Don't think of them as only an extra $50 a month. Think of them as the 300 times $50 equals $15,000 that you must save to produce that income in retirement. Identify and focus on reducing your top few expense categories. For most people, these four will loom large, housing, food, transportation, and healthcare. Brainstorm ways you can significantly reduce spending in these areas, and you will reap huge dividends in your progress towards financial independence. Number four, optimize housing. For starters, ask whether you can stay in your existing home instead of upgrading. And if it's more than you need, downsize as soon as practical. Remember that paying mortgage interest on unused or unneeded space is a steady drain on your financial resources. Investigate smaller homes or condos, mobile lifestyles, RVs, and house swapping. In general, pay off your mortgage as soon as possible. With investment yields so low and returns so unpredictable, using extra income to pay down a high-rate mortgage loan can be an excellent investment. In some cases, it may make sense to keep paying a low-rate mortgage, but don't underestimate the peace of mind and confidence that come from living totally debt-free. Be very careful about home improvement projects. It's possible to spend vast sums of money on your home without measurably improving your quality of life. And the old rules about getting it back when you sell have changed along with the meltdown in housing. The return on a remodeling investment has eroded from about 87% in 2005 to about 58% in 2012. If your home is already safe and comfortable, don't borrow to improve it, even against its own equity. Don't spend on anything that doesn't give you an immediate benefit. Trying to create the perfect home is a futile battle. All material things are imperfect and wear out. We've seen expensive carpets get trashed by teenagers and pets, high-end stainless steel appliances get scratched and discolored, and beautiful granite countertops destroy a dozen articles of clothing by abrasion. Number five, 
Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Eight Tips for Saving Big and Retiring Earlier by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm a big fan of frugality. Learning to live frugally and actually enjoy it is probably the number one way I've improved my finances. And this is a topic that bears repeating because we've been conditioned since birth to be consumers. So it takes a lot of intentionality to push back against that. From a financial perspective, reduced expenses can create a double whammy scenario where you'll have more to save towards financial independence and retirement, but also since your lifestyle is cheaper to fund, You'll also have to save less and therefore you'll reach financial independence sooner. I first built my frugal muscles by slowing down and being really mindful about the money I was spending. When I paused long enough to question my assumptions around what was a necessity, I was often surprised by the answer and delighted by my own creativity in getting my needs met. My thought process went something like this. Do I actually need this thing or is it more of a want? Then I would question if I already had something that could be repurposed or if I can borrow this thing from a friend. If not, I would look into buying it used or do the necessary research to find the best price. Another way I've pushed back against my consumerist conditioning is by understanding the concept of hedonic adaptation, which states that people tend to return to a sort of set point of happiness after positive or negative events. So if I buy the new shiny thing, it's going to feel good for a little bit and then it just becomes part of my new normal and has diminishing returns on my happiness. Well, that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and a great weekend, and I'll see you on the Sunday show tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.